Hi, Mike Borcelli here. Just wanted to give you guys a little update. This was recorded before the announcement of M. Night Shyamalan's upcoming film, Glass. I've linked to an article in the show notes. Check it out! Okay. Hi! Welcome to Borcelli Brothers. This is a BB. Enjoy! Enjoy! Oh, sorry. Enjoy at the same time! Yeah, Together. My bad. Practice. Enjoy! Enjoy! Yeah. Mm. It's easy. You just say it at the same time as I do. I got it. Okay. Okay. Hi! Hi, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Sean. Hi, Michael. You want to introduce what we're going to talk about today? Yes, uh, we are talking about on our BB today. M. Night Shyamalan. So, for your li- the listeners at home, uh, that is how you properly pronounce his last name. There isn't a Shyamalan; it's just Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Get it right. Now we now we can get it right. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yeah. I think I've been saying that. I definitely go M Night Shyamalan, and I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. over exaggerate it just because I I've never known how to pronounce it. Yeah, and it exaggerates the many consonants that are in mm. his actual name. So. Absolutely. Uh, so we're talking about him as a director, filmmaker, uh, all round uh, uh, male guy. He's a dude. He makes movies. He's a dude that makes movies. Um, I think most of us are most familiar with his. His breakout film, uh, Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Great film. Uh, it was a great film, yeah. In 1992, that came out. Bruce Willis uh, gave us one of our first twist endings. Um, that, also, That did not come out in 1992. It was actually 1999, Sean. 1999? Yeah. Are you sure it was in 1992? 1999. Yeah, 1992 is when his arthouse movie, Praying with Anger, came out. Oh. Well, there was a twist. <laughs> Still getting me with these twists. I swear to God it was 92. But 99 makes sense. I think it went out on a date. And saw that movie. That's a good date movie. Yeah, ninety two. I would have been ten. Wasn't dating as much. There you Wanted go. to, but. <laughs> um. So M Night Shyamalan, Sixth Sense, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, classic twist ending that becomes classic in all of his films. That's his trope. That's his trope. Um. Well, did you watch any of his movies before Sixth Sense? Did you watch? No. Uh, was it Waking? Wide Awake. Wide Awake. Wide Awake and Praying with Anger are the two films he did before Sixth Sense, and I've seen neither of them. So we don't know if that started back then or Sixth Sense mm-hmm. was the first one. Uh, yeah, I really, I really don't know if he made good movies before then. But we I, I'm don't looking. Pl- I'm looking at the poster of Wide Awake, and it's like Rosie O'Donnell holding a baseball glove with a baseball in it, and there's a kid standing on some books next to her in a school uniform. Or doesn't suit, sound like suit of some kind. It doesn't sound great. No. Um, Dennis Leary. Mm. Dennis Leary. Yeah, he's in yeah. it. Uh, there's also another uh, Delane, Dana Delaney. Yeah, is in that one. Yeah, I don't actually plan on watching it or even reading through the plot on that one. So for listeners at home, if you have actually seen that film, you can just email us and let us know how it goes. Whether we should watch it? Ah, we're not going to watch it. We're not going to watch it. Okay. So, Sixth Sense, let's start with spoilers. We got spoiler alert right away because we're going to be talking about a bunch of movies. If you haven't watched these, th- there's going to be spoilers. And I think the main focus of this uh, little BB here is to kind of figure out what the hell's the deal with M. Night Shyamalan right now. 
We all know his career <clears throat> took a nosedive. Yeah, big time nosedive. So after after uh, after Sixth Sense, we went to Unbreakable. Yeah, which was uh, I think my favorite M Night Shyamalan film. It's a really good movie. A good uh, take on like uh, you know classic superhero. Well, it proved you could make a superhero film without having a bunch of action sequences. It's, mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with it. It's just about a man discovering that he's invincible, indestructible. I what I also like about it because one of my favorite things of any superhero story is the origin. Yeah, absolutely. Story. The origin story is the best, but usually it's out of the way in the first ten minutes, and then he's fighting his villains. It's a wonderful, well-paced origin story. Sam Jackson is great as mm-hmm. Mr. Glass. Yes, Mr. Glass, great villain character. Uh, Bruce Willis played uh, what do they call him? Security or um, the the defender or something like that. It's kind of like the the fan name for him. Yeah, based on the the newspaper headline title. So. Great, great story there. Uh, I loved it. Extended origin. Definitely wanted more. And I was like, man, this M. Night Shyamalan guy is doing doing some great things. Can't wait to see his next movie. And the next movie was Signs. Yeah. I didn't like Signs. I liked the first three quarters of Signs. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of falls apart for me. Well, are you, do you mean it falls apart in the fact that the aliens are... Uh, like basically allergic to water. Yeah, there's no way an advanced alien race would it, that can is capable of intergalactic travel would come to a planet full of water. Yeah, like eighty percent water. If they're completely like, they don't they don't even wear clothes or protective gear. They just come in and are running told, around naked. If it rains, they die. Yeah, it's like oh shit, <laughs> smells like rain. Yeah, Beat oh the grass the grass is a little dewy. My dewy. legs are melting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, so that's a bad twist. <clears throat> yeah, it was, that w- that was the twist, right? That was the twist. I think it was the, water the, all along. Well, the whole point of that film is uh, is uh, the proving Mel Gibson's faith. It's about like him ha- getting his faith back again, right? So like his wife's dying last words were, uh, you, you know, tell what's his face to keep swinging and tell what's her name to do something else, and that had that basically he, he just reaffirms that. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, it's a it's a movie about faith. Yeah, wasn't good. I didn't like it. No, nope. didn't wasn't successful in its uh, uh, message. Bad twist. Totally thrilling for the first three quarters, and then terrible in the end. Yeah. Uh, so then, basically, that's kind of where like everyone is expecting the twist ending now. Yeah. And he keeps putting them in. Yeah. And and you have like the village. Ugh. Uh, the happening. That one. Okay. Here's the village th- made me mad. Well, it's, it goes, the village, The village. you know, at least he's still trying to make a movie. It's got a twist at the end. I hate the twist, but at least it's got a twist. Or, or at least it's the movie it's trying to be something a little bit more cinematic. Mm-hmm. Then he does Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water is so up its own ass. It was like he was trying to create some mythology that made no sense, and he, it just kept getting made up as it went along the whole fucking film. It was... I never I, actually watched that one. It's I, it's just never watched. <clears throat> and this is also when I was actually at a point when I was really liking Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Too. So I was like a big fan. I was like, oh, M. Night Shyamalan and a Paul Giamatti thing. Uh, it had a beautiful trailer. Yeah. I remember. But I, I think the reviews came out and it was just like, oh, well, I'm not even going to waste my time. I've wasted my time now. Yeah. On some of these movies and I can't get that time back. The Village was bad. Yeah. Signs was bad. What are you going to do? Lady in the Water? The worst. Don't touch it. It's awful. 
And then The Happening happened? The Happening happened a couple years later. Yeah, 2008. And that's a Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah. another. No, never, see, I never saw that one because I was done. It's really dumb. Like, there's a cell phone video of a tiger or, or a lion or something in the zoo, and it just pulls on a guy's arm, and then the arm just at the socket just, like, splits and comes off. And it, it, looks, it looks so insane and unrealistic. And ins- it's just, I don't know how that made it through editing and people thought that looks good. It's just that whole fucking movie. Disaster. Okay, don't need to see that one either. Nope, never watch it. <clears throat> so, now I think where uh, I have to really get vicious. Mm-hmm. And this is what made me the most angry, and I actually thought that M. Night Shyamalan should be run out of Hollywood. And uh, I don't know, I, I wanted him to have his knees broken or it something. Hit, it hit home. <clears throat> uh, was when he did The Last Airbender. Last Airbender, 2010. Yeah, based on... A cartoon series that I find... I think it's one of the greatest cartoon series ever made. Avatar. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yeah. Um, which I've actually seen through like four four or five times. I think we've all seen it here. Oh, I watch it once a year at least. Yeah, it's it's such a good story. And also, basically the story's been made. Like every... Like there's no storyboarding that needs to happen because you have all these action sequences that are flawlessly animated. So going into a live action movie a version of that... To, for it to end up to be being such a piece of crap yeah that I've tried twice now to get through and I've had to shut it off because I just can't I can't watch it it ruins everything that's dear to me oh it's terrible it's just humorless <coughs> garbage it actually made a lot of money yeah well that's because the international thought... markets I think but <laughs> yeah terrible movie um, if you watch that movie first and we're like this is based on a cartoon don't want to watch that cartoon lame yeah it You're... probably turned off people on yeah, Avatar, I know. and that's the best cartoon ever you got to watch it because then there's a follow-up series, Legend of Korra, oh, which is also so good, so good. But the Last Airbender, phenomenal. No, the movie. Oh, the Last Airbender movie. Yeah, it's just a big long, big long fart. Nick, come on, we're we can hear that live. I haven't been eating very well. I'm sorry. So, from there, um, like he did a few other things after Earth. Yeah, he did after Earth. Well, he just did after Earth, basically. I think his Hollywood career was pretty much nil for about three years, and he made, then he made After Earth, which I mean, I honestly, I think that one because it was such a flop. Yeah, it didn't do well. It it came out in a sci-fi saturated year too. There was a lot of movies that were actually good that di- also didn't make it. Yeah, and it was another one that was kind of just up its own ass. He keeps trying to like yeah. build these big mythoses with mythoses. In one fucking movie, that they're just they're awful. They're so self-serving and weird. I'd hate them. I hate yeah. them so much. Not to mention you have two self-serving actors in it: Will Smith and his son Jaden. <laughs> yeah, it was it was <clears throat> who are both up their own asses. It was and up each other's asses. Like that whole family. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry Smith family, but you guys you, come across you as guys. being up your own asses. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's just. Uh, Terrible film, and they, I, I don't think anybody wanted to give him a shot after that. I don't think anyone did. No, but he made like a really, really cheap movie because, like, okay, After Earth cost one hundred and thirty million dollars okay. to make. How much did it make? It made two hundred forty-three million. That's kind of a flop. International, pretty, pretty, when you put out pretty that floppy kind of, considering yeah. the budget. His next movie was. A low-budget film, clearly him, like, taking a breather, <clears throat> going, okay, mm-hmm. reassess. His next movie was called The Visit. 
using his own bank account to fund the film probably <laughs> probably yeah. yeah yeah five million dollars <clears throat> the visit yes this is the the sleepy uh horror movie and it was good yes i heard this too i liked it it was a great little thriller mm-hmm. this is the one where the grandkids go to the grandparents house for the summer or something yeah and of course classic Shyamalan fashion yeah there's a twist twist ending good twist though liked it uh-huh. creepy totally creepy that one made for five million dollars grossed 98.5 million. See, that's a good return. That's a good re- good return. 5.8 million? No, 98.5 million. No, made on 5.8. Uh, made on 5 million. Oh, 5 5 million bucks. That's that's chump change yeah. in Hollywood. Wow. Okay. So, that was like everyone going, "Okay, maybe it was better that he goes back to his roots. Starts with a lower budget so he doesn't have to get so convoluted." Yep. Cuz look what he did with the massive budget of Last Airbender. Ruin that shit. Yep. And I think it brought a little bit more trust back. Yeah. Uh, so then his latest movie, Split. Split. We've both seen this. I actually encourage you to see this movie. Yeah, and I made Nick watch it too. Nick, you've seen Split now? It was phenomenal. Okay. And had you seen Unbreakable before? Uh, I actually just marathoned them both in one night. Oh, back to back. It's yeah. A, it's a good, that's a good night. Yeah, I ordered pizza, got some dip, and it was wonderful. Yeah. I I think uh, I think spoiler alert. I think we're just gonna give it away. Yeah, we got to. Um, so, well, no, let's talk about split. You want to talk about? Okay, before yeah. we so split uh, about um, uh, it's James McAvoy, a guy yeah. with uh, multiple personality disorder. Yeah, kidnaps uh, three girls for some reason. We don't really know why. One of his yeah, one of his personalities kidnaps them. Yeah. And yet everyone kind of protects the other personalities in this. Um, they always talk about uh, one personality that is somewhere deep in the farthest reaches of his mind that's coming. Uh, they call him the beast. Like they call him. Yeah. Like he, he's the scary one of the bunch. They also allude to the fact that uh, uh, there can even be physical changes that happen when you have a severe case of multiple person- personality disorder. Like. An example in real life is like someone becomes left-handed yeah. when they used to be right. Their cholesterol is higher in a different personality than the yeah. other personality. Ultimate placebo effect. Fun fun fact about this movie. It was good. It was really it was good. good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was made for only $9 million. Yeah, so you got James McAvoy for cheap. Real cheap. <clears throat> and guess how much it grossed? Uh, no, I'm not sure. More than After Earth. Oh really? So two two hundred and seventy four point one million dollars. So basically twenty seven times the amount it was made for. Yeah, that's a good return. Good return. Uh, also, so the movie does have a twist ending. There's a you know actually it bobs and weaves a little bit at the end for a couple reasons. Uh, it turns out this beast character is in fact a really scary motherfucker. Yeah. Who uh, basically when he comes out finally. He, like, James McAvoy's body just swells, the muscles start to get taut, and he's, like, he's he's a, he's a monster. Yep. Like, it's, like, uh, he, I mean, he doesn't turn into a werewolf, but it almost like, feels like he has that kind of transformation. Holy shit, did James McAvoy get ripped for this movie, too? Yeah, no, no doubt. He got built. And you could tell, because even when he was p- playing, like, uh, like, the lady characters or the older lady there, yep. um, his neck is massive in that dress. 
Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's yes. Like, it's like there is no neck anymore. It's just like a toe. He's got a toe head. I, I really got to say he nailed it in this movie. I, 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 oh, definitely. I'm a slow comer to the James McAvoy bandwagon, but I really like him now. Like, I mean, I've enjoyed yeah. him as Xavier, but I, I still I have something about him rubbed me the wrong way. And then I well, saw you saw filth. Yeah, I saw Filth after Split though. I just watched Filth. Oh, okay. Well, Filth is good too. Filth is good. He's great in it. He's yeah. just plays. He plays a nut, nut bar. He's 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 a great. He's a good actor. He managed to like pull off five characters flawlessly. In this yeah, movie. the transitions yeah. were quick. Yeah. 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 So um, now let's talk about the twist. Okay. The twist is spoiler ba- alert. Basically, most mostly everyone dies. Like the captives die, uh, except for one for one girl and like terribly die. Yeah, they die in a terrible fashion. Um, one girl manages to escape. Uh, it's all over the news um, about her story. Cut to the news being played in a in a cafe diner kind of place, and lo and behold, sitting at the diner watching this news about James McAvoy or whatever is the multiple personality guy is, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis playing his character from Unbreakable. Yep. So Unbreakable, at the end of Unbreakable, you get to the point where you realize that he is uh, basically invincible, except he's got a fear of water again, or can die in water, I like those if, aliens. I, I wonder if M. Night Shyamalan or has something against water. I don't... Or is he, maybe, is he afraid of water? Or maybe the aliens put him on this earth. <laughs> do, you, do you think Signs is a, is a tie-in? <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if it's Well, tie-in. we know Split is now. So Split is... Uh, a spiritual successor, but also a literal successor to Unbreakable. Yeah. So we've now just watched an origin story for a new like supervillain who is like really powerful and would probably kick the shit out of Bruce Willis. Like we don't. He looks older. Yeah. In the in the film, so we don't know where what he's been doing this whole time. Where have his powers developed further? And, and we really don't know. Yeah, we we never even knew in the first movie what exactly he was capable of. No, like he was just starting to test, his, like putting his foot in the water. Yeah, testing the, testing the temperature. Well, the, I think the real uh, the real uh, brilliant scene in Unbreakable is is the scene where the kid is aiming the gun at him and threatening to shoot him because he's like, "It'll be fine. It'll bounce right off." And they talk him down. Mm-hmm. And I love that they talk him down, and he doesn't fire that gun because you still just you just don't. Totally know how far this goes. <laughs> yeah. I like I li- I, brilliant film. Wish he had just stopped making all those other pieces of garbage and it made Split next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people had talked about fans had talked about Unbreakable being a, it was rumored to be a trilogy in the making, but uh, not substantiated by M Night Shyamalan at all. Until now, he's like, well, since I've done Split, now I have an idea for the third. So he's going to do a third one. He's talking about yeah he he you know obviously wants to get his budget together and have both James McAvoy and Bruce Willis in this in this film together yeah no word on Mr Glass well, but uh, it could be a showdown between those two or it could at the same time you kind of want something more than just a, the showdown movie right right because he's he's <clears throat> he's done two origin stories exploring the way mythos are created so this one I don't know what he would do differently like what would you do would it be I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe you have a one focused on Bruce Willis again, or <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm torn because I, I I want sneeze. Bless you. Bless Thank you. you. Thank you. I, I want to see this, like this idea, the uh, philosophy explored, right? Further, but at the same time, I also want to see 
Okay, now we got our fucking superheroes. Let's see superhero, supervillain. Let's see how this pans out. Maybe this is the action film. But he's not good at action. He shouldn't do action. I don't know. It's a tough one. <sighs> or maybe they just get into like a... Hold on. I can't stop sneezing. Is it the water? Oh, it went away. Yeah, it's <laughs> water. <laughs> stop drinking the water. <laughs> the thing he's good at is making uh, making these movies in a different fashion than we're used to seeing them. He's taking that genre, that mm-hmm. superhero genre, supervillain, and he's putting it in a different... In a, he's shooting it like a like a psychological thriller or something mm-hmm. something different like they build in such a nice way and they're paced so well mm-hmm. I imagine if he does a third movie and it's actually more confrontational it could be really great seeing a villain play on the psyche of Bruce Willis's character yeah because there's also he's got some smart characters absolutely smart uh, like the personalities of James McAvoy's character they're uh, some of them are very, very sharp. Yeah. And, but, okay, now here's the thing to think about. Bruce Willis's character has the, like, he basically stands in the train station and brushes by people and can see the bad things they've done. Yeah. Right? So he gets an insight. He thought it was just, like, an acute human insight, but it's almost like an extrasensory yeah. power. Uh, can you imagine what would happen if he touches James McAvoy? Oh, man. Like, would he just be flooded? He like, might, how, he, how many people? Overload. He, yeah, overload. Yeah. Hmm. Can I make a prediction? Yeah. I think Mr. Glass is going to end up controlling James McAvoy and using him to get to Bruce Willis. Could be. Could be. It's not a bad guess. He, he did go to prison. Mm-hmm. Mr. Glass is in prison. And Bruce sent him. But, but, mm-hmm. we, know, but we know that Mr. Glass is he's smart conniving and he's also uh he's also touted his himself as the arch nemesis of bruce willis's character mm-hmm. we know he wants to be that so maybe what happens is uh he sees this james mcavoy villain character uh they call him the horde mm-hmm. the horde because there's so many beings in a way in which, him which is a great name great name mm-hmm. so he's the horde uh if he if he maybe mr glass like sees this fight breaking out or this back and forth on the news with uh, Bruce Willis versus the Horde and then he's like that's my goddamn superhero arch nemesis yeah and then he's like I gotta put a stop to this yeah I'm I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm super curious mm-hmm. I really hope it happens it should I mean you know what I think he gained a lot more trust it was critically well received oh yeah Hollywood's now not spitting his name they're, they're now saying hey Shyamalan's back yeah yeah he did it back i mean his his batting average is pretty low still <laughs> yeah but he never lost money on movies he just uh, didn't make much on some yeah he never he never got a negative return but lady in the water was made for 70 million and it only made 72.8 million why would it cost 70 million to make that movie i've seen lots, lots of it so much digital effects oh i thought we switched to digital because it was cheaper <laughs> Isn't that why we did that back in the day? I, for film, not yeah, for the not no. for the effects. I mean, no. realistically, Lady in the Water could have been done with some paper mache and some glitter. <laughs> it could have been done uh, when he wrote the script and then immediately burnt it. That, it yeah. could have, that could it could have been done then. Or masturbated his pages together and and it ruined it when he tried to pry them apart. 
Yeah. Maybe that's what ruined the movie. <laughs> I guarantee you that's yeah. That's probably what happened. He wrote a great movie. Yeah, but he was But he big. loved it so much. <laughs> he loved it so much that some of the pages stuck together and it's like, oh, that was a good part. Oh god, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's our take on M. Night Shyamalan? Well, I, I can't call him a good director. No. I can say that he falls into making some great films. Mm-hmm. A couple. I count two. Three and a half. What's called the visit a half. I count three and a half good films out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen out of fifteen movies. <laughs> yeah, so that's not very good. No, not a good director, but I'd like he he knows what he's doing in the genre of this unbreakable universe. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see more of that. I think he really thinks that his uh, twists are so profound. Yeah, he's like. This movie will coast on that alone. Yep. Because it's so profound, that twist. Yep. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, he's full of shit. Full of shit. But, hope he makes another movie. Yep. Agreed. All right. Well, this has been a good talk. This has been a BB. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Have a good day. I think you're not going, like, screechy enough with your freak out. We weren't finished. We were acting. We're still playing. You ruined a take. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hit it from the top again. (laughs)